0: Lots of drama on the north side, but the White Sox sweep the Cubs. Liam Hendricks gets his seventh save. Sox fans everywhere rejoicing. It's just a three-game winning streak for the Sox, but can this be just the start of something bigger in the month of May? You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked On White Sox. Uh, hey, I'm your host, Nick Borowski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Locked on White Sox is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, uh, your team every day. Uh, the month of May could be the time the Sox turn things around. Uh, and was it weird seeing Nick Madrigal in a Cubs uniform? But first, the Sox take care of business and sweep the Cubs on the north side. Uh, state of the Sox Sox are now 11 and 13, a minus 18 run differential. And they're three and a half games back of Minnesota. Wow, there was some drama. On Wednesday night uh, at Wrigley. Temps in the uh, 40s, cold but uh, dry. Nail biter for sure. Uh, back and forth, uh, but the socks sweep the Cubs. And boy, it feels good to feel good, huh? Uh, could this catapult the socks maybe into a, a bit of a, a long winning streak here? They got an off day. On Thursday, but maybe take these uh, these good feelings, these winning ways out on the road. Uh, you never know. A lot of drama, a lot of intensity. Had some playoff, uh, you know, feelings. Steve Stone talked about it. A uh, very intense. Just the reaction alone from Liam Hendricks as the game ended. I mean, told you everything you needed to know. Uh, very exciting stuff. Uh, Robert returned. On Wednesday night, but no Andrew Vaughn again. He might need an IL stint. Uh, Hasn't played since getting hit on the wrist last Friday. X-rays are negative, uh, but still sore when he swings. Uh, So we'll see how things go. Uh, Saks manufactured some runs, got a couple home runs, uh, did what they could uh, to get uh, Lucas some support. Uh, We'll get to the offense in just a bit. Uh Giolito uh you know he saw what Kopech did he saw what Cease had done it was time for Gio uh, to keep the winning ways going and he struggled uh, early uh, as he has uh, his last start against the Angels he gave up a couple home runs very early in the game and then settled down uh this was the case again for Giolito giving up two home runs in the second uh, and then he he calmed down. He, uh, he had some pretty good numbers. Went five and two-thirds of an inning. Three hits, three earned runs, uh, two walks, 10 strikeouts. And, of course, two of those three hits were home runs. Uh, he threw 101 pitches Wednesday night, and his ERA is down to 3.20. Uh, Lopez Graveman, bummer. Uh, Foster and then Hendricks that's how the bullpen worked uh, everybody did a really nice job it was Foster though uh, he came into the eighth folks uh, with one out uh, two on and he got out of that jam that was intense high leverage situation a lot of people questioning if that was the right move uh, bringing Foster in uh, he got the job done, and what a confidence builder that is for Matt Foster. I don't know if he's going to be in those situations moving forward. Uh, you know, with Joe Kelly maybe coming into the into the mix next week, but uh, that was a great sign uh, to see from Matt Foster. Hendricks coming into the ninth, it was uh, one, two, three from him, seventh save, and uh, he saved both of those games of that quick two game series, the sweep of the Cubs at the hands of the White Sox and talk about intensity, Liam Hendricks, man, uh, was he, was he jacked up? Uh, it was, uh, you know, such a, such an exciting two game series. A lot of talk about, you know, well, how can we can't do this when the weather's warm? How can we can't have a three game series in June or July? Why do we have to have it just two two game series and then it's in May, you know, what's wrong with baseball? How come baseball doesn't want us to have this? I, I don't know. I, I, that's a good question. Uh, we talked about on this podcast years ago, it was always a weekend series. It was always around summertime. Sometimes it was around 4th of July and, uh, the city was rocking. The fans were rocking. It was intense. Uh, lots of tailgating on the South side. Um, Lots of excitement. Uh, you know, people travel, obviously, a little bit more in the summer. Out of town, Sox fans coming in to see a Cubs-Sox game. Uh, it, hey, it is what it is. Sox went over to the north side, and they took care of business, uh, and they won two games. Uh, the offense didn't really show up, but, you know, they, they were able to flex uh, some power and then manufacture a couple runs. Abreu had a big home run early in the game. Lurie Garcia, folks, uh, had a home run as well. Um, Two on, only one out in the fourth. Uh, It was a two-strike, two out. Little kind of squibber uh, through the hole on the left side uh, by Gavin Sheets, who was able to get Robert home. uh, Tied the game up at three. Gavin Sheets has talked about finding opportunities to kind of uh, hit through the shift, right? Well, I should say beat the shift and he found a, you know, an outside pitch and he was able to take it to the left side. Uh, it wasn't anything fancy, but it got the job done. Uh, any way you can get them, you know, take advantage of it. Game was tied. Uh, could attack down a few more. Um, there was an opportunity in the eighth though. Bases loaded one out. Uh, Pollock gets in a double play uh, Pollock has really struggled in the last seven games uh, he did have a bloop RBI single in the night uh, but you know fans are demanding so much more we'll go over some of his numbers uh, later in this episode and and also you know you look at a guy like AJ Pollock uh, who um, in a way was essentially traded for Nick Madrigal if you kind of want to uh, connect all of those dots, which we will a little bit later. And, uh, you know, I know he was hurt early on, but Pollock has really struggled. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping he can string some things together when the weather gets warm. You feel like the Sox are a better team having him uh, in the lineup and, and out in the uh, outfield right now, playing a little left field, kind of being moved around as Vaughn is hurt. And obviously, so is Jimenez. Um, but that would have been a great opportunity. Bases loaded, one out in the eighth, uh, just to really kind of break out of it. Uh, his, his last seven games have not been good. His last 15 games uh, have not uh, been great. Uh, so uh, I don't know, something to kind of follow, um, especially with Nick Madrigal kind of on the other side of the field. Uh, is, do you justify the Nick Madrigal trade with how A.J. Pollock does? Again, uh, we'll check in on that. A little bit later in this episode. Hey, it was a two game quick series. Socks took care of business. Uh, it feels good now until late uh, in May when the Cubs come over to the South Side. So you've got bragging rights, folks, over your Cubs friends. Uh, it just, uh, it's just, it's going to feel a little bit better, especially with an off day. It's a weird time to have an off day because the Socks have this mini little winning streak going, but it's nice to maybe sit with this for about a day especially after a two-game sweep uh, of the Cubs. I'm going to tell you why Michael Kopek is not satisfied and why it was weird seeing Madrigal in that Cubs uniform. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. Whether she prefers a statement piece or everyday subtle elegance, BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every mom. Shop high-quality classic diamond earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, or gemstone pendant necklaces. At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Not perfect? No problem. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Shop stress-free with guaranteed free shipping and returns. Need your special purchase fast? In most cases, Blue Nile can deliver overnight. Every order is insured and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Mark Mother's Day with something enduring, classic diamond stud earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, birthstone pendants, and so much more on BlueNile.com. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Lockdown Sports listeners get $50 off $500. This podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day. Use code LOCKED ON. That's code LOCKED ON. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts taking fans through the season like no other network free and available wherever you get your podcasts uh let's revisit Tuesday night a bit it was uh, rainy cold nasty uh folks calling it one of the worst games that they ever played in in terms of conditions uh, Michael P- uh, Kopech pitched um was going through some of his comments and some of the articles that were written uh, about that game, specifically Scott Merkin's article on MLB.com and, and Michael Kopech had a lot of fire in his post game comments, uh, talking about being pulled in the fifth after giving up a hit uh, to Nikki two strikes. Uh, Kopech was at the 83 pitch mark. You know, the conditions were nasty rain, wind, cold, um, but Kopech did not want to be taken out, and it was a uh, it was a 14 pitch walk issued to Alfonso uh, Rivas in the third, uh, kind of helped drive Kopech's uh, pitch count up to 83, and uh, might have been what knocked him out early. As uh, Scott Merkin wrote, here's some uh, quotes from Kopech: "That's the conversation, right?" said Kopech of a big picture view of his season. I want to be healthy at the end of the year and able to go six, seven, eight, or whatever in July, August, September, hopefully October. I completely understand, but I'm still in the position where I want to do it now. I want to do it in May. I want to do it in June. I want to do it in July. I just want to give the best performance I can for my team every time I take the mound. And today could have been that, but I understand that I have some high pitch counts in earlier innings that kept me from being able to do that too. So I've got to be more efficient. Uh, Love the comments from Kopech. Uh, Love the passion. Love the mindset. Uh, He's saying all the right things. And uh, yeah, you know, you throw Kopech throws a lot of pitches uh, during a game. Sometimes he'll throw 20, 25 pitches, 30 pitches in the first inning and then settles down. Um, he's aware of it. Uh, I, I love the mindfulness, uh, from Kopech. This is the long haul. Uh, but I, you, you can't question, you know, he's a competitor. He has been waiting so long to be in the starting rotation for the Chicago white Sox, And he's seeing, some successes he's enjoying that he's seeing what other guys on the staff are doing, and he's also recognizing, hey, this team is struggling, they need me out there. I feel like this team is better when I am on the hill and uh, and he wanted to finish what he started. We're not quite there yet. Um, yeah, as a fan, I want to see them out. I want to see him go a couple more innings, but I understand you know the long play here we'll get there in June, July uh, August, uh, with the conditions and everything, the way it was, it was the smart move to take him out. But I loved reading some of the quotes, uh, from Kopech, the fire that he had, uh, on Tuesday night. Was it uh, weird for you as a Sox fan watching Nick Madrigal, uh, play in these Cubs games? Uh, he, he did some things on Wednesday night. Um, couldn't make a play, uh, you know, ha- had a base hit. He, he was on base, stole, a, you know, he-, he was running around doing his thing. He was active. Uh, Nikki Two-Strike played 83 games for the Sox over two seasons, uh, was traded during the 2021 season while on the shelf for the rest of the season with a hamstring issue. Uh, he was traded along with uh, Hoyer for Craig Kimbrell. Socks then traded Kimbrell for AJ Pollock uh, this past offseason, right before the season started. Actually, socks were in a win now mentality uh, last season at the trade deadline. And Nikki, uh, you know, Nikki two strikes was not going to be able to produce, he wasn't going to be able to help us uh, get to the promised land. Um, it it, it kind of stings, you know. I, I posed this question on social media on Twitter um on Wednesday afternoon you know what did, did it feel weird for you um did, did you regret that trade did you still want to have Madrigal in a White Sox uniform and, and there were mixed replies and I and I kind of felt like I was going to get that there's some folks that felt like Madrigal was going to be our future second baseman Madrigal was going to be around for a long time at a position that the Sox have been searching for a while to fill consistently I think a lot of fans thought they found it in Madrigal. Uh, I think there was another group of fans that were not happy uh, with his fielding. They, you know, his base running. Uh, He, yes, he made contact, but maybe that's not really what this White Sox team is going to be built on. He just kind of was the odd man out. Um, I think it was for me. It, 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 how he was traded and what we got for him. Um, You know, we got a guy that we thought was going to you know, take us deep into the postseason, And for, there were a lot of reasons why the Sox got bounced uh, by Houston and Kimbrell could have been one of them, but we, we just did not get a good Kimbrel, Um, and, and you know, we've argued as fans and you've heard about it. You've, we've read about it. We've heard from Han, uh, whether it was because he was stuck pitching in the eighth opposed to the ninth, it is what it is. He he's gone. He's with the Dodgers. We got AJ Pollock in return. So I guess I'm looking at it is, well, let's see how Pollock plays out to see if that trade, you know, was successful or not. Um, because essentially then you're not, you're not getting much for, for magical, especially since the Sox didn't go out and get a proven second baseman that could be, you know, at that spot for the next three to five years. Uh, Pollock, uh, you know, he had a, he had a bloop single in the series last seven games, here is Pollock slash line, 143, 136, 190. And, you know, we're looking for more as fans. And I know he is looking for that. Um, again, I feel confident with him out in the outfield, uh, a proven veteran outfielder, but was hoping for a lot more from the bat. Um, you know, Madrigal was going to be maybe the next Nelly Fox. Uh, he had speed. He had the he had the ability is to be a slick fielder, a 300-plus hitter, doesn't strike out, uh, but just a little problematic maybe in the small sample size uh, for Sox fans. I think that's why it was so easy to see him go. Uh, what we got in return, though, I just don't feel um, – I'm just not satisfied yet. It's almost an incomplete grade on the trade. Just very weird seeing him, though, in a Cubs jersey when he was kind of supposed to be the next second baseman uh, for the White Sacks for many, many years. Uh, Honestly, it's still weird hearing Steve Stone call a game. Uh, I grew up and it was Harry Carey and Steve Stone calling Cubs games. And generation maybe before me uh, was probably weird hearing Harry Carey call Cubs games because they remember him uh, with the White Sacks first. Uh, Honestly, it's it's still very bizarre Hearing Len Casper get excited about the White Sox on ESPN 1000 after being with the Cubs uh, for so many years. And, uh, you know, look who was uh, in the Cubs uh, on the hill for the Cubs at the end of the game on Wednesday. Robertson, a guy that was a huge offseason acquisition for the Sox many years ago, is now on the north side. So it happens. Uh, I feel like we're going to be watching Madrigal for a while on the north side. And uh, hopefully we're not kicking ourselves, but I think he's going to be a good player. You know, I don't know if he's going to be a 3000 hit guy or, you know, all that kind of stuff. But the fact that the Sox are still trying to to find that franchise second baseman is what stings. Honestly, Uh, Sox have a day off on Thursday. I'm going to tell you why the Sox turn things around, though, in the month of May. I want to tell you about Athletic Greens. I've been taking AG1, their flagship product, for over three weeks now and have noticed improvement in my overall metabolism, better sleep, and I just feel better. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, and probiotics to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, is recommended by professional athletes and trusted by leading health experts. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com. MLB network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, major league baseball, and this weekend's run to the roses as the Kentucky Derby is back. Betonline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online, where the game starts. So the Sox have four days off in May. Thursday, May 5th is one of them. Uh, Sox are three and one uh, right now in uh, the early stages here of this month of May. Um, The Sox are 12th in AL offensive production as a team. Um, They are slashing 219, 274, 350. Uh, Not good. Need to pick it up a little bit. Uh, Seventh in the league uh, from from what we're getting from our starting pitching, a uh, 359 team ERA for Sox starters. Uh, The good news is the Sox have only given up Uh, 10 home runs, that was coming into the Wednesday night game. Uh, So tack on two more there. Still, uh, that puts them uh, in the league best area for the American League. However, starters have been giving up uh, a lot of walks, 48 walks heading into Wednesday's game, which is tied for worst in the AL. We've talked about it on previous episodes. The Sox pitching gives up way too many walks, and their numbers show it. White Sox were 19 and 10 with a plus 51 run diff during the month of May in 2021. It was their best month of the season by far. Starting pitching was second in the league in May uh, 2021 and their hitting was ranked fourth. May 2022 features games against Boston. We got 3 with them coming up. 3 with Cleveland, 7 with the Yankees, five with the Royals, and two with the Cubs uh, on the South side, then finishing up the month against the Blue Jays. Yankees are the best team in baseball right now, and the Jays are five games over. Everybody else on that list are under 500. So, an opportunity uh, for the Sox to maybe uh, get back into some winning ways uh, and get over 500 for the month of May, perhaps uh, and Kelly are possibly coming back soon, maybe by the next, uh, homestand. Uh, so that will be, uh, great news offensively and bullpen. And you got to feel like Lynn is coming back, uh, soon. Uh, so I have a feeling socks rest up and I really, you know, the Boston Red Sox are are under 500 right now. And uh, I think, you know, it's always a tough series with them, uh, but I got a feeling, you know, at this three-game winning streak, socks are starting to feel good. You know, sweeping the Cubs, high intensity, lots of emotion. Take a breath, take a day off, and get back to work uh, on Friday. Folks, really appreciate you making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Locked On White Sox podcast everywhere you find your podcast. We are on Twitter and Instagram, at Locked On Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore G-G-T-B. I really appreciate you making Locked On White Sacks your first listen. Now make your second listen, Locked On MLB with Paul Francis Sullivan. Just call him Sully. Brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, on the next episode, we are going to preview uh, that big Boston series. Uh, and what else is in store on that road trip before the Sox come home uh, to hopefully some warm weather on the south side. Appreciate you making Lockdown White socks your first listen. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.